Beyond the Mask is made possible by the team at CRNA Financial Planning. With almost two decades of experience, the firm guides CRNAs through the complexities of investing and financial planning. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 855-304-3748 or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Beyond the Mask, innovation and opportunities for CRNAs with Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce. We know you spend your day caring for your patient's best interests. On our show, we want to care for you. Join us as we leave the operating room and learn the latest in the CRNA industry. Beyond the Mask starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, Hi everyone, Jeremy here from Beyond the Mask Podcast. Sharon and I had the opportunity to tape the candidates for the upcoming ANA elections. All the candidates were given the chance to tape their statements, mission, and vision for the ANA. Everyone was given two different days to join us. Some had conflicts or chose not to participate, but we would like to thank those that did. Voting will be online and opens May the 5th and closes at 12 noon Central Time on May 19th. All active ANA members are sent their personalized election login information via email, and this will allow members to cast their votes electronically in a secure fashion. Do please note that the ballots are emailed in batches, so it may take a couple of days for you to receive your electronic ballot. We just want to make sure that all CRNAs take this opportunity to vote and shape the future of your organization. It's time to hear from the candidates. And our first office that we'll be hearing from are the candidates for president-elect. First is Heather Rankin from Alabama. Good morning. Thank you all for having me on. I'm Heather Rankin, and I'm a candidate for AANA president-elect, and I ask for your vote. I'm from Helena, Alabama, and I'm serving my fourth consecutive year on your AANA Board of Directors, currently serving as your Vice President. I have the experience and knowledge that our organization needs at this time. Clinically, I work full-time at Children's of Alabama, and I have a little bit of a different background than other people. I'm a daughter of a retired CRNA, so I have known about this great profession my entire life. I've had great mentors in the past who have encouraged me to be on this path, and I want to use my time, my effort, and my talents to keep the AANA strong now and in the future in case my children want to be a third generation CRNA. So how do we do this? I think right now more than ever, we need to focus on building, build our membership, let's build our organization, and let's build our relationships. We need to build our membership because without members, there is no AANA. And this has always been a top priority for me, which is one of the reasons I was asked to chair the Membership Engagement Task Force a couple of years ago. We need to continue to build our social media, not just with our staff, but our members. I look at what we're doing right now, these podcasts, these interviews, the CRNA-driven social media groups, and this is great. I've also been lucky at the state level to have a great group of people who we've collaborated together and we've put forward social media posts, we've put together op-eds, and we've done more over the years. We have to build our students too, right? Students are our future. And after discussion with members of the board earlier this year, I brought forward an initiative so students will be able to sit where they want at the business meeting. This gives them the opportunity to engage with their friends, their faculty, their CRNA colleagues, and to develop their professional education with our association. Next, we need to build our organization, and this begins by optimizing the success of our state association. We see where the bottles are fought, 
and we must ensure resources are available to help the state. I have fought state battles many times. These have included pain management, scope of practice, so I know what it's like to sit there and be in that seat. As a former chair of both the AANA Government Relations and Communications Committee, as well as a former member of the Finance and State Organizational Development Committee, I know we had areas to grow and develop more resources for the state associations. I see a path to create opportunities for states and for future leaders with tracks at meetings, in person and virtually, in the areas of finance, public relations, state PAC, and overall governance. We all know to create the strongest AANA, investing and supporting our state associations is crucial. Next, we build our relationships externally. And this has become even more clear with the recent COVID pandemic. We need legislators, regulatory makers, and hospital administration to understand the vital role that CRNAs play in our healthcare system. This recent time has made financial knowledge critical to the success of the AANA and our members. We need CRNAs in the C-suite, which is part of what drove me to go back and obtain an MBA, which will help me lead the AANA through this time. I truly believe that we as CRNAs are well positioned to show our value to administration in many healthcare settings where we practice. So, five reasons that you should vote for me for AANA president-elect. First is my experience at both the state and the national level. I'm the only candidate to have been involved with the AANA for the past nine years consecutively. I've spent the last four years currently as VP, last year as treasurer, and the two years before that as your Region 7 director. The five years before that, I spent on AANA committees, and I served as chair for three of them. I've served almost every committee at the state level, and I'm still working with our social media committee there. Secondly, I have a track record of leading and supporting member-driven initiatives. In 2014, and for the two years following that, I led with a group of CRNAs to get a change in our bylaws to have online voting so that every member of the organization could have a say in the business of the AANA. I thought it was silly, quite honestly, that the only people who could vote were the people who were in person at the meeting. Now, it took a few years. There were pushbacks, there was concerns, um, and it didn't pass, as I said, for three years. But we persevered and we stayed at it. I completely support member-driven initiatives, and I know what it takes, much like legislation at the state level, to bring forward an idea over and over and get it done. Third, I've brought together leaders at the state, regional, and national level to share information in various forums. When I was the Region 7 director, I had monthly meetings with state leadership with the presidents and president-elects. Even if only a handful of people dialed in, that was an, an hour that I dedicated to listening to the state to see what we could do to help them, to give them information from the AANA. Additionally, I piloted calls with the Region 7 PAC chairs and GRC chairs. I thought it was a good idea for people not to have to reinvent the wheel and to share ideas on how to raise money and, and what they were doing at government relations level, how we did their lobby days, different things like that. And it was very well received. Additionally, there's some Facebook groups on PAC and GRC and public relations that um, I still currently am involved in. So forth. I um, am a very evidence-based decision-making person. I think we need evidence over emotion in decision-making. And I will use the information that I have. If I feel like there's more, I'll ask for it. Uh, at the same time, I'm always willing to listen to what other people say, and I'm willing to have my mind changed. And I think that's important when we go into meetings and we may have this preconceived concept to be willing to listen to others and have our minds changed. 
I also like something we did a few years ago on the board, and some of you may have, have seen me do this either in the boardroom or online, and I'll take the challenger role. And that doesn't mean that I don't agree with what we're talking about. It's just, have we looked at this from all different angles? Uh, my experience as a full-time clinician working in a pediatric facility since I graduated almost 15 years ago now, which seems crazy, um, allows me to know the needs of the full-time worker. I've been a staff CRNA. I've been a senior CRNA. I've served on departmental and company-wide committees. And even though um, I, I do work in a care team model, I've always advocated for independent practice. And this was evident when we fought the pain management battle at the state. I've also recently become adjunct faculty at Sanford University. I'm working with their DNP students. So I understand the needs of people in multiple practice situations. And I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you to everybody who has supported me over the years. I've had some phenomenal mentors. I have a super supportive family and I have a great CRNA family that I have built up over the years serving the organization. I'd like to thank the many associations that nominated me and these are Alabama, Arizona, Georgia, Iowa, Kentucky, Minnesota, North Carolina, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, and West Virginia. Thank you for the opportunity to serve, and I ask that you vote Heather Rankin for your next AANA president-elect. The next candidate for president-elect is Mary Beth Massey of New York. Hi, everybody. I'm Mary Beth Massey, and I am asking for your vote as your next AANA president-elect. Jeremy and Sharon, thank you so much for having me on this morning for this little snippet of time. And I know we have a short time, and I just want to share with you my thoughts and my vision for the future for the AANA. You know, this has been such an unprecedented time. Gosh, how we've used that word so much lately, right? But we've really seen all the CRNAs and everybody else rise to the challenge. Working in New York City and now being at my home up in Maine and working from here, it's been crazy. But, you know, I think everybody that is there working so hard, I know you're putting your life on the line for everybody else's life and your heart and soul. So, you know, thanks for everything that you're doing. And I almost look at this as analogous to, you know, what's going on with nurse anesthesia nowadays. You know, we take a few steps forward and then we take one back. But we're going to get out to the other side and we're going to be stronger for it. I just, I, you know, I think about where we're going with the ANA, and everybody has all plans and, and ideas, and we hear them loud and clear on Facebook, but I want you to know, I don't have an agenda. I am out there because I want to do what is best for the members. I feel like I built a strong foundation for myself and then for the ANA across the board. I made it my mission since I graduated to get involved from everything on the state level in all of our positions and then onto the majority of the AANA committees because I feel a strong leader is one that builds himself from the foundation up. And I think that you need to know how the bylaws are structured, what you need to do to pass a bylaw, um, how PR and marketing works in the association, how our education committee works. I mean, all that is so fundamental to progress for us. So what I want to do is not come in with my own agenda. It seems like a lot of president-elects are, are asked, what's your agenda? I don't have one. I want to continue what's going well, and I want to work on things that are not going as well. 
So really two points I want to stress in this short period of time are the things that I think that we really need to do this year is work on our external relationship building and then also our internal membership building. Let me start with the last one first. I mean, we know that we we have some fractures in the association. Those have been built on legitimate issues such as really the MBCRNA and the CPC program. I got to tell you, I feel like we're really moving forward and I'm happy to talk more about that with anybody. But looking at an alternative recertification entity is important. The other important thing is our external relationships. We need to build those relationships with hospital administrators, insurance companies, and the anesthesiologists, especially now during our role in COVID with the executive orders being lifted, we each have to get to our our hospital administrators and say, hey, we worked with that physician supervision, we did a great job. So that's really in the short period of time all I could talk about, but I really ask for you to look at my position statement and look at my video and look at any other interviews that are going on. I'm here for you. I want you to know that I'm not here for myself and I have the fight to go forward. I have the finance background, I have the educational background, and I'm able to talk to anybody. So please, I ask for your vote humbly for AANA president-elect. I am Mary Beth Massey, and I look forward to speaking to you in person. Thank you. Now the candidates for vice president. First from South Carolina, Angela Mund. I am Angie Mund, and I'm humbly asking for your vote for AANA Vice President. I'd like to thank Jeremy Stanley and Sharon Pierce for the opportunity to be on their very successful podcast and have a conversation with y'all. How I'd like to start is the main reason why I'm the best candidate for AANA Vice President is I have breadth and depth of leadership experiences. And this is going to be really important coming up in the next year as we take advantage of the new opportunities with President Trump's executive order and the releasing of barriers to practice at the state and the national level. So a little bit about myself is I have been involved in leadership for several years, pretty much since I graduated. I'm a past president of the Association of Veterans Affairs Nurse Anesthetists, which positions me very well as we are trying to remove barriers to practice in the VA. I have a very large understanding of that. I've also served on the board of directors of the Minnesota Association of Nurse Anesthetists, and I'm a past president of the South Carolina Association of Nurse Anesthetists. And both of these experiences in very different states have provided me with opportunities to understand the challenges very broadly across the U.S. I've also served on several ANA committees and have chaired several of them also. I'm right now the chair of the Governance Research Task Force, which is uh, working to improve the governance of the ANA so that we can be a more agile, flexible association. And that will be something that we'll be doing for the next couple of years as we try and become um, a greater membership-driven organization. The big areas that I see as the priorities for the AANA in the next year are to remove barriers to practice, both at the regulatory and the legislative areas. I have extensive experience in advocacy, including helped craft legislation that improved salaries for VA CRNAs. And I've also served as the federal political director and have been involved, again, at several state and national levels dealing with advocacy. I've also testified in front of the U.S. House of Representatives and the South Carolina House of Representatives twice. So again, I have the ability to talk to a pretty diverse group of people. As a program director at the Medical University of South Carolina, it has provided me with a lot of leadership opportunities. I manage a $2.5 million budget where I'm responsible for both 
the tuition coming in, how we spend it, and how we strategically place our program to maintain our reputation and the quality of our graduates, which leads me to the quality of our graduates. Since I've graduated, every student who has graduated from any of the programs I've taught in know that when you work with Angie Mund, the expectation is that you do it all and you need to be able to make decisions and make good decisions. And I think our graduates should be able to, when they graduate, they can work in any kind of practice environment, whether it's an independent CRNA-only practice with extensive experience with ultrasound, including POCUS, whether it's a collaborative uh, with the physician anesthesiologist doing their cases and the CRNAs doing theirs, or whether it's an anesthesia care team model. Programs need to be able to provide students with those opportunities. Another area that I feel very strongly about, and this really fits in with the Governance Research Task Force, is we've got to have leadership development, both for the ANA board, and the important thing is we need a pipeline of leaders. For example, as the ANA Region 2 Director, I can tell you there are several up-and-coming CRNAs in my region that will be excellent on the ANA Board of Directors. So how do we grab their interests now and prepare them for the future? What I would propose is that we do longitudinal leadership development. So we, we identify through our nominations committee at the AANA and through AANA Board of Directors. We identify leaders and then we provide them with mentors. And then we make sure that they are not just getting leadership training and development uh, one time a year at the fall leadership, but instead they'll have a monthly touch base with their mentor and with experts in development with the expectation that now not only is the ANA putting resources to make our state stronger as we develop state leadership, but we're developing a pipeline so that a few years from now, we will be able to have them run for the ANA board and they'll be able to hit the ground running with understanding of fiduciary responsibilities, the, uh, how to manage a financial budget, how to read a spreadsheet, how to understand how to talk to people and develop teams and have crucial conversations. There are obviously other things that will, challenges that we're going to have to meet along the way with the ANA, and I'm the leader who can do that with my breadth and depth of experience. And I'm going to close by saying, uh, please vote for Angie Mund for ANA Vice President. Thank you. And the next candidate for Vice President from Florida, Deborah Diaz. Good morning, everybody. My name is Deborah Diaz, and due to this COVID pandemic, life has changed for all of us which is why I'm asking for your vote through this podcast. I hope all of you remain safe and healthy. And I know that many of you are serving on the front lines of this pandemic. Many of you have lost your jobs. I can tell you that I uh, was working per diem and due to the fact that they stopped all elective surgeries, I haven't worked since the beginning of March. I wanted to let you know that my leadership experience is vast. I spent 24 years in the United States Navy where I retired at the rank of commander and I have been a CRNA for 26 years. I've been an RN for 44 years and I had leadership positions as an RN as well. And so as we go into these unprecedented times, it calls for leadership qualities that match. And my experience with leading sailors in various healthcare specialties in locations all over the world, I feel will assist me with my decision-making for the nurse anesthesia profession. Um, my civilian career, my civilian CRNA career, ranges from independent autonomous practices, 
to ACT settings and also as an educator and mentor. I've been a member of the AANA Board of Directors as the Director of Region 7. And the reason why I want this position is because I feel like I would like to continue to serve the profession in the office as AANA Vice President. I worked on the Nurse Anesthesiologist Task Force, the second task force I served as chair. We had to suspend that task force because of the executive order, because we felt that full practice authority through the executive order of the Trump administration is definitely something that most CRNAs can benefit from, will benefit from. And I, I feel that that is my number one goal. I've also been on the governance research task force. And, you know, we've done a lot of advancements and, and made board decisions over the past two years that I've been very proud of. The coronavirus has presented us with an opportunity for full practice authority that was granted temporarily in several states. And as I mentioned before, that's my number one goal is to have all of these barriers to practice permanently removed in all 50 states and territories. I know it's a lofty goal, but I I feel we can do it if we do it together. As CRNAs, we've been running towards the front lines, volunteering and assuming many roles during this crisis. And you know what? If we've been qualified to do this temporarily, we've always been qualified. And I feel that if we have these temporary barriers of practice removed, we should make them permanent. So that's my hope is that they stay permanent. How we govern is dependent on the perspective of each individual. And so I feel that staying in the status quo, because as people say, well, that's the way we've always done it. I don't think that's going to work for us. So we need to bring about change to be an agile and nimble association. I also don't feel that change for change's sake is the way to go either. Healthcare is in a state of disruption. And I think that with thoughtful guidance and diversity of perspectives, we can bring our association through this crisis better than we were before. We have to be proactive and anticipate changes in trends in anesthesia and the healthcare market as a whole. I've been very fortunate that because I am not pigeonholed into any one group, CRNAs feel that they can approach me with their ideas and thoughts from differing opinions in groups. And my ability to be open-minded and as a connector, I can help move our association forward. I'm asking for your vote humbly for AANA Vice President for an approachable, diverse, and forward-thinking leadership. I also would like to ask you to look at my Facebook page if you're a Facebooker, Deborah Diaz for AANA Vice President. And so I want to thank you for your previous vote for Director of Region 7, and I'm asking you for your vote for AANA Vice President. Thank you. The next candidate is running for Treasurer, from Ohio, Sonia Moore. Hello, I'm Sonia Moore, ANA candidate for treasurer, and I'm asking for your vote. I'm currently an assistant professor at the Francis Payne Bolton School of Nursing at Case Western Reserve University and director of the nurse anesthesia program. 
I have over two decades of experience as a certified registered nurse anesthetist. I have provided leadership as the chair of the faculty executive committee at FPB, and I am currently serving as the co-chair of the budget committee and will be chair in the fall of 2020. My selection as the inaugural co-chair to the Marion K. Shaughnessy Nurse Leadership Academy and Doctor of Nursing Practice Founder Circle exemplifies my leadership abilities and respect among my peers. I have recently been given the responsibility of reviewing, revising, and determining cost-saving measures for a multi-million dollar entity. Being trusted to manage and address such fiduciary responsibilities is due not only to my skills and abilities, but my character and determination. My leadership is rooted in a multifaceted career as a CRNA. My career as a CRNA and an entrepreneur has given me the opportunity to provide anesthesia at major medical centers, community and critical access hospitals in areas of specialties such as cardiovascular, vascular, neurology and trauma. As an active OSANA member and experienced federal political director, I've been able to influence health policy on a local, state, and national level. As a member of the Case Western Reserve APRN Full Scope of Practice Task Force funded by the Koch Foundation, and as a, your American Association of Nurse Anesthetists Region 6 Director and previous Board of Director of the Ohio State Association of Nurse Anesthetists, I continue my servant leadership philosophy to enhance and propel the CRNA profession. It is important in these uncertain times that our ANA finances reflect the priorities of the membership, such as advocacy, member-driven initiatives, and the wellness and security of our members. My vision is simple and not convoluted. I will work to ensure temporary national full scope of practice measures remain permanent. During this crisis, our winds washed in like a tsunami. We need to be sure we continue to flood our stakeholders with the courageous strength and ability of CRNAs. We have proven we are the answer. Volunteering to enter hotspots to care for the ill, to creating and managing temporary critical care units. We must ask ourselves, like Dr. Martin Luther King asked us, will we be vain and do what's popular? Will we do what is political and hope it works? or will, be, will we be conscious and moral by doing right by each other in our organization? I hope it's the latter. I humbly ask for your vote. Let's do more. Vote for Sonia Moore for AANA Treasurer. This candidate is running for the Director of Region 2 from Virginia, Janet Setner. Well, good morning. I'm Jan Setner from Virginia, and I have the honor and privilege of being a candidate for the Region 2 Director. I first want to thank you all, Sharon and Jeremy, for inviting me to speak. It really does make me feel like a little bit of a celebrity here. I do want to tell you all that I have 26 years of experience, leadership experience in the military and in anesthesia. And during that time, the one thing that I learned was the very first duty of a leader is to train other leaders. So let me assure you, the world is run by people who show up. We are going to be your representatives. I was fortunate enough to have mentors that got me involved in the profession, so I really see this as an opportunity to give back. Most of you are the age to have children or already have some little humans in your life. So ask yourself, is this the profession that you would want to have them grow up into? Is this the profession you would recommend for them to do? I love what I do every day. 
I'm the chief CRNA in an all CRNA practice in a physician dominant state, a good old boy state, if you will. So I know that the struggle is real. You should vote for someone who will honestly address the issues that confront us. We need laser sharp focus in gaining full practice authority nationwide. And we currently have that momentum with the Herculean display of expertise and courage shown by our colleagues on the front line of COVID-19. I fought this battle with the Air Force and the result was unencumbered full practice authority worldwide. And we have to continue to protect and defend this right within the military. The descriptor identification. Did you watch the newscaster struggle with our title, with that beautiful couple on TV, and then give up and just refer to them as nurses. We are nurse anesthesiologists, and I believe that a one-word change can easily make a difference for our profession. You want to vote for someone who will diligently work to stop people who will openly steal our jobs and finances through deceptive um, tactics and scare tactics. We want to vote for someone who will support our world-class educators and students by seeking realistic opportunities to graduate CRNAs ready to practice to the full extent of their education and training. We do thank those who in the past have worked so hard to get us where we are today, but it's time to take that baton and cross the finish line. So I ask you, go out and vote for me, Jan Setner, as your Region 2 Director. This is our profession, and it's one we should all be proud of. Thank you for your time. For the Region 3 Director from Wisconsin, Peter Struby. Hello, my name is Pete Struby, and I'm a candidate for Region 3 for the ANA national election that will be happening here shortly. But what I really want to talk about isn't necessarily me. I want to really talk about how important it is for all of us to stand up to recognize the importance of voting. Whether you vote for me or not, I encourage all of you to take a moment and give back to the profession in one of the simplest ways possible. Exercise your decision and and your right to vote. And think about it from all of the grandfathers and grandmothers of anesthetists that have gone before us, and they really have fought for all of the positions that we have and all of the rights that we have right now, and we really owe it to them to vote to make sure we do that. The other candidate for Region 3, Christine Faust, is an absolutely amazing candidate. She's a wonderful individual from the great state of Michigan. And whether you vote for me or you vote for her, Region 3 is going to be very well represented in the next national board and the time frame that we have before us. The other important thing I want you to recognize is how important it is during these time frames to be thankful for what we do have for our health and for our family and for our friends. We see a lot of our friends at the front lines, whether it's in Detroit, New York City, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Dallas, and all the other hot spots of the COVID environment that are going on right now. Or it's our friends in the military who are serving in Iraq and Afghanistan. We need to realize that if nothing else, we should vote for them and we should get involved in our association. And when in doubt, always stand up, always have the courage to vote, always have the courage to move forward and have the courage to be part of the leadership. Now, why do I think I'll be a strong leader? Well, it's very simple. I have failed and I fail often, but I always stand back up and I try. I get back up on my feet and I learn lessons from all of those failures and I work hard to make a better candidate, a better individual, and to make me better as an anesthetist. I'm deeply committed to our association and to our profession, and I hope I have earned your right to represent you on the board as we move forward into 
what could be different times for our association. We are on the verge of maintaining and we've gotten the word supervision taken out of the CMS, but only temporarily. So we have to fight for that. We've gotten the VA on our side for changing bylaws, but we have to fight to continue that. And a lot of the other great traditions that have been forged and pushed forward. So with that, I encourage everybody to vote, regardless of who you vote for, get involved in our association. Our goal should be at least 50% of our membership should vote, and hopefully that will make a better election for us. I thank Sharon and I thank Jeremy for allowing me to come here and present just for a few minutes of time. But as always, I'm available to you, and I hope that we can have a constructive dialogue and move forward. But once again, stand up, get involved, and vote in your association election coming up. Running for Region 6 Director from Ohio, Jeffrey Moulter. Hi, I am Jeff Moulter, and I am running for the AANA Board of Directors, Region 6, and I am asking you for your vote. I've been a proud CRNA for 20 years and actively involved in Ohio's advocacy efforts for the past 10 years. I have served on multiple committees, on the board of directors, and as our state's president. In Ohio, I have seen the battles our profession faces firsthand. Physician groups, hospital organizations, legislators, AAs, and even within our own CRNA family. Our state organization performed strategic thinking and carried out strategic actions. We set common goals and we actively executed them. We changed our lobbyist of 25 years. We reorganized our committees, started a new student board, and we partnered with other organizations to advance our causes. We made many decisions, some which were excellent and some not so excellent, but we quickly learned from our mistakes and we re-strategized. The strategic thinking and actions were carried out as a team. I am very fortunate to have been a part of this amazing team of state leaders, and I look forward to bringing what I have learned from those experiences to the AANA and specifically to my region. I will advocate and work hard at both the state and national levels to provide the opportunity for every member to practice at their full scope and ability. Together, we must build a framework that protects our future and gives us the best chance of achieving long-term successes. If elected to work for and represent you, I promise to continue making the AANA a member-centric organization. To learn more about me and engage in conversation, please visit my Facebook page, Jeff Moulter for AANA Board of Directors Region 6. I am asking for your vote. Thank you. And now the candidates running for director of Region 7. First, from Florida, Eric Rausch. All right. Thank you, everybody. I think a few unique things that I'll be focusing on this year is in regards to putting a pretty big emphasis on, you know, member unity, but member unity in the sense of increasing member choice. And uh, for those who've been following, obviously, you know, I believe that we can unify even through a rebrand of the association. On the other side, I also believe that there needs to be obviously an increased focus even more so than ever before on our relationships with other healthcare organizations and through coalitions outside of the organization. So with that, I'll give you a little bit of of my campaign speech. I did add in a little poem at the end. So for those who like spoken word poetry or anything like that, I thought it was kind of a unique poem, especially in this time with COVID-19. So make no mistake, 2020 is definitely a year of change and we need to start thinking about how to do things differently as an organization and who can bring the style of leadership that will be needed to provide the vision and results for the members. I can say confidently that anyone who knows me knows that I'm unorthodox, yet effective in a lot of my approaches. And I can also say that I have a very unique background since I'm a full-time clinician, I'm non-surgical pain management certified, 
I'm an educator. I'm a chief CRNA. I'm a corporate leader, and I'm a past president of a state association. I'm an out-of-the-box thinker and leader, and I can truly relate to all CRNAs. And on that note, here's my poem. I call it CRNA Nation. It's time. It's time to think about what we've recently seen, what we've learned about CRNAs through COVID-19, and a pandemic that brought the healthcare system to its knees. Out of the ashes arose heroes with critical care expertise. CRNA stepped up to the front line in all 50 states. CMS temporarily removed supervision with all that's at stake. And some may think that this is plenty, but I envision much greater things for CRNAs in 2020. CRNA Nation, it's time. It's time to think about the need to rebrand. Despite this crisis, the public still doesn't know who you or I am. The ANA board last year proved synonymous titles. The idea was an evolution, and since then it's gone viral. However, as an association, we've been slow to adapt. The potential power of a rebrand effort remains untapped. We are experts in nurse anesthesiology. Let's rebrand the association. Everyone knows what that means. CRNA Nation, it's time. It's time to fully support the new ANA, the power of the past and the force of the future together today. Let's keep focusing on giving members more choice. If that's what they want, shouldn't we listen to that voice? To me, the new ANA is ready to explode. The possibilities are endless. Ready, set, let's go. Some call me Rocket because I'm always working full blast. My focus is purely on results and getting those results fast. CRNA Nation, it's time. It's time to vote. My name is Eric Rausch. I approve this message, and I ask for your vote for Region 7 Board Director. And the other candidate for Region 7 Director from Texas, Drew Riddle. Hi, everyone. My name is Drew Riddle, and I'm a candidate for Region 7 Director, and I'm asking for your vote. I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. I practice here locally in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I'm also faculty at Texas Christian University in the School of Nurse Anesthesia. And uh, I appreciate your time and listening to me uh, tell a little bit about what I see as a vision for the AANA. And you're going to hear a lot of candidates talk about change, and we need to change things immediately and without any hesitation. And I agree, the AANA does need to change, but the change needs to be calculated, it needs to be strategic, and it needs to be based on what the members want. So a lot of candidates are going to speak about the internal workings of the AANA. And it's not perfect, but it's also not broken. And I think as a candidate and representing CRNAs across the United States, we really need to focus on the idea that the American Association of Nurse Anesthetists not only serves our members, but we are also the advocacy group for all nurse anesthetists. And so some of that internal focus is important, but it's not the only thing the AANA needs to be doing at this point. And so when we think about professional advocacy, I, I think of it, a, and I call it the three Ps. We have three bodies or three individuals that we need to focus on. The first is our patients. If any of us get up in the morning and do anything other than what's best for our patients, we're probably in the wrong profession. The second are payers. None of us do this for free. And we need to be able to interact with and advocate for parity between all anesthesia providers, physician, anesthesiologists, and CRNAs. And the third are policymakers. So the policymakers, I think we automatically go to folks like elected officials, but policymakers don't always mean legislators. It means regulators like our boards of nursing or boards of health, payers that have regulatory authority, things like CMS. So 
at the end of the day, we need to change some things within the American Association of Nurse Anesthetists. But the AANA is not on fire, and it doesn't need to be completely overturned overnight. I think we need to focus more on the advocacy for nurse anesthetists to those three Ps, the patients, the payers, and the policymakers. I appreciate you listening to me. Uh, My name is Drew Riddle, and I'll ask for your vote for Region 7 Director. Thanks once again to all the candidates for joining us on Beyond the Mask. On behalf of everyone involved in the podcast today, thank you for listening, and don't forget to get out and vote. Today's show was made possible by the folks at CRNA Financial Planning, an independent consulting firm that offers financial planning services exclusively to CRNAs and their families. From planning for a child's future college expenses to building a predictable income stream in retirement, the firm is committed to offering you comprehensive financial services, customized to fit your unique needs and objectives. If you have questions about your financial future, get them answered. Call the team at 855-304-3748. That's 855-304-3748. Or go online to crnafinancialplanning.com. And thanks for your support of Beyond the Mask. Hi, this is Jackie Rolls, president of the International Federation of Nurse Anesthetists and president and founder of Our Hearts, Your Hands, a global anesthesia support community that takes donations to allow nurse anesthetists in low and middle income countries to go to educational programs, buy equipment or textbooks. Your donations are tax deductible and we would appreciate your support. OSA EMR is a free anesthesia EMR developed by CRNAs that you can download and use on an iPad. Our nonprofit mission is to make sure that solo and small practice CRNAs can digitally record their anesthetics. To learn more, visit OSAEMR.com to download and consider donating to our cause. Remember, for CRNAs, data is destiny. Like what you're hearing? Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you like to listen to shows. Also, be sure to check out beyondthemaskpodcast.com. Each episode is posted there with a corresponding blog post, and we timestamp important parts of the episode to help you quickly get to the content you're looking for. Also, check out the special series section on the site. You can follow along and catch up on the CRNA History Series, episodes specifically about political conversations in the industry, or try the CRNA Personal Finance Series. It's all on beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And if you have a question for the show or want to be a guest or even suggest a particular topic, fill out the contact form on the site or send an email directly to us at info at beyondthemaskpodcast.com. And lastly, let's take the conversation social. Check out our Beyond the Mask podcast Facebook page and Facebook group.